Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 1,543 since we came back on the air. What's happening today, Dr. Clark? Just an observation I made yesterday afternoon about how the rituals and customs we utilize as a society are changing as we get deeper into the zombie apocalypse. Oh, that sounds interesting. Anything in particular? Yes, actually. So, this all stems from a zombie I saw. It was a new one to the area. I think we all know by now that zombies wander around, but don't always cover a lot of territory. I think that's because their sense of direction isn't any better than living humans, and we tend to go in circles if we don't have good landmarks and a known destination. Ah, yes. Many a hiker has fallen victim to that when they're lost in the woods. That's why I like to carry a compass if I'm going anywhere unfamiliar. That's a good habit to get into. Anyway, this particular zombie was new around here and had a sign around his neck. Oh, no. Not more people putting stupid kick-me signs on the zombies again. I know how much you hate that. I'm not a big fan of it either. That's what I thought at first, too, but... It looked different than the usual kick-me sign, so I put the zombie down so I could have a closer look. What I found was more like a tombstone. It basically said, Anna, 20 years old, stalks here. Jerome, soldier in the 54th Zombie Elimination Brigade, made this for his daughter. And there was a picture of her in life attached to it, standing with her dog. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. Do we know what the 54th Zombie Elimination Brigade is? Not really, but I'm assuming it's similar to our own clearance crew. A group of ex-military soldiers who band together to get rid of zombies in situations where someone without that training might have difficulty. And that's the thing I think is so interesting about this. Here's someone whose role in this new world is specifically putting down zombies. But... They still couldn't do it with their own daughter. I don't think that's that surprising. If you or Max had gotten bitten, I don't know if I'd have the heart to put you down either. That's what makes the Zed Shed over at Amoria so important. It gives people options. No, I totally agree. This is one of the things that makes the zombies such a unique problem. In a very broad and impersonal sense... They're a disease, walking around trying to find new hosts to infect. And nobody would think twice about eliminating other diseases. In fact, we've done it a couple of times. First with smallpox, then with a livestock disease called rinderpest. But these used to be people. That's a lot different and more personal. Which is exactly my point. Putting down a zombie is physically challenging, but it's also emotionally difficult. Even now... Over four years in, I still have a hard time doing it. And I think that's part of the motivation behind the people who are trying to get us to think of the zombies as hostis humani generis, the enemy of all mankind. I still think that's a misguided effort that can only end in tragedy. But I'm starting to see where they're coming from, at least. So, rather than burying Anna, Jerome just put a sign around her neck and let her wander around. How do you think Anna felt about that? There's a lot we don't know about the situation, so it's hard to tell. My guess is that she was restrained after she got bitten, 
and that the plan was for Jerome to put her down after she turned, but he couldn't do it. So he hung the sign around her neck and then either let the zombie go or it broke free somehow. It seems irresponsible for him to just let it go. Yes, but again, we don't know the whole story. Remember that zombie that used to be around here with a lampshade on its head and how it got that way? Yes, it was Timothy's wife from over at the Deerfield community. He couldn't bring himself to put her down, but he also couldn't bear seeing her walking around as a zombie. So someone put the lampshade on her head to hide her face. Exactly. This might be a similar situation where Jerome couldn't bear to see his daughter in that condition and let her wander off. My point of this whole thing, though is the change in funerary rites that we're all experiencing and adapting to. I guess it is different when someone dies but keeps walking around. It definitely is. And I honestly don't know what to do with this particular bit of information, but I just think it's interesting. I do know this, though. They say we don't truly die until we're forgotten, and I think that's true. I think it's important that we are still doing some form of funeral rites instead of just disposing of the bodies. It's not practical in every situation, but I think it's important to do it whenever possible. I agree. It's a good feeling to know that you've helped someone be remembered. Anything else for today? No. I want to think about this some more. Jerome, if you're close enough to hear us, We're sorry for your loss. Anna looks like a beautiful young woman in the picture you sent with her. She's at peace now. We'll be back tomorrow, listeners. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.